1: learn more at marines.com and welcome to the empire Rolls preview show supported by blue collar street food well we are off to wigan this saturday and not being a great place for regarding results we did win 3-0 there in 2016 and we are beating our last three t- trips there but overall it's a pretty grim place for us to go and play and get results i've been joined by alex everson hi alex hey Bo. I've also been joined by Matt Lansley. Hi, Matt. Hi, Paul. Hello. <laughs> so we come into this game and we are 18th in the league. Wigan are 22nd. They have no wins in their last six championship matches. And four of those they've lost. Their last match was Millwall away on Tuesday night, which was 2 all. They gave away the league twice. How do we think we're going to do against Wigan? I mean... They kind of look like they've got a good home record, Matt, but is that true? Um,
0: I think it's a little bit deceptive, really. Um obviously they, they were very good at home last season. Last season pretty much their home form kept them up because their away form was, well, for about eight months, eight months of the season anyway, was woeful away from home. They pretty much stayed up on their home form. Um, but this year they've I think they've won four four games at home. Um lost three I think as well and they they don't even score that many um at home I think we, we, we were talking about it before they've they've only scored I think it's eight at home they've conceded nine in eight games um so I think it, it's, it's 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 a bit of a almost a deception it, it's, it's it's not a nice place to go it's still you know it's not a place you really want to go but like it's we, we, we're getting to the point now you know they're 22nd in the league um they're a place that really we need to be looking at going there and taking three points, really, especially if we want to start obviously looking up the table, looking to mid-table or pushing pushing higher than that. If we don't want to be in for another season of struggle, really, we've got to be picking up results at Wigan. So,
1: yeah, no, I agree. In the last two matches at home, they've also lost to uh, Swansea and Brentford. Particularly bad one against Brentford, which was three nil. Obviously, we've played them recently. In those two last games that we've played against Leeds. And Brentford, obviously, first and eighth in the league, never going to be easy. We haven't created many chances in those two matches. Do you think it's going to be a little bit easier against Wigan, Alex? I would imagine so. Brentford and Leeds are two
2: of the best defensive sides in the division. Brentford only have conceded six at home this season. Leeds have only conceded six away. The fact that we're actually managing to create some decent goal scoring opportunities against both granted we didn't actually manage to put any away but we did actually create them that is probably the main thing i think there for me Uh, wigan are not a team which has been particularly strong defensively this season they've only conceded nine at home uh, they've conceded nine at home sorry and then i think it's 18 away or 16 away it's a lot of goals away from home as well um and i know we're playing them at the dw this weekend but their defensive record isn't anything to shout about, really, so we should have the opportunity to to try and correct those those two last two
1: games where we haven't managed to put the ball in the back of the net. How do you think they're gonna set up, Alex? Which kind of formation? Because obviously we played three, five, two. Um, do you think it's gonna be something similar or do you think do you think they're gonna sit back against us or do you think they're going to come out against us? Uh Wigan are a team which struggle.
2: To break teams down, so I I would be quite surprised if they are going to come out and try and play against us. Um, they they do keep the ball on the floor. They're not really a long ball side, but they don't create many chances from open play. Um, they really rely on like long long range efforts. That are, I think they've got like the highest. I think they had the highest percentage of shots from outside the area this season. They're at fifty percent of their shots are coming from outside the area they just don't create enough chances from open play so i'd be surprised if they were a team where they're not going to come out and try and dominate the game against us i don't think and i think it's one where we can we can look to see swift and najaria probably try and dominate that midfield against wigan um, they've got sam morsey in in midfield who is not really a he's he's no he's not a world beater he's not going to be a top end championship player and uh, I would expect Swift and Ajaria to to kind of dominate that midfield battle, meaning that we should be able to see a lot of the ball and a lot of possession.
1: Yeah, talking about the battles, where do you see any other key battles on the pitch, then, Matt?
0: Um, I really think the mid the midfield is is going to be the key. I think because like like Alex said, they don't really create um a lot of chances. Looking looking at their home games as well, they're pretty much all bar bar the first game of the season where they beat um Cardiff 3-2 it's all 1-0 wins 1-0 wins they beat Charlton 2-0 but apart apart from that they, they they don't they don't score they don't they don't create if we can if we can shut them down in midfield um then that that's pretty much the 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 main the main battle i think um maybe set plays um their uh, their top goal scorer i think is Dunkley on five which is their center back which i think also tells a lot where 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 their um where their threats are um,
2: Dave, I think that the 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 other key battle is well not the key battle but I think the point that Matt's making about you can see from their their centre back being their top scorer they just don't create. You can see it when you look at their signings they've made over summer as well. Mm. They brought in Kiefer Moore from Barnsley who tore up League One last season with Barnsley before he got injured. Uh, they signed him for two and a half million. He scored one goal. They signed Jamal Lowe from Portsmouth, who was one of the best right wingers in League One last year. He's come in, He's got one assist and one goal. They they don't have players who are who are providing them like enough. They're just not providing enough goals and assists, and they're just not creating enough chances
1: either. Mm. So yeah, no, it appears to be that like their key kind of attacking threat would be the centre half, Matt. Yeah, pretty pretty much. And um, and when 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 you look at where their
0: other goals are, Alex obviously said, keep it more on one. Um, uh, Jamal Low on one. I think I can't remember who who's got who's got the two goals. He's so Pilkington. Pilkington, yeah, the um, yeah, left winger. Yeah, so it's 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 like barring barring set plays, they just they they don't score. Um, when you think they've 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 scored, I think sixteen in total. They've got the joint worst. They've got the joint worst scoring record in the league. You know, a third of their goals are coming from set plays. Um, which to be fair, under Bowen, we've been a lot better defending set plays. Definitely, yes, we've most of the time had everyone back for set plays. But it was set plays were almost becoming a weakness for us. Um so hope, hope I, I think as long as we can nullify that, we can nullify the midfield. Um, then they, they haven't really got any other answers,
1: I don't think. So Yeah, I'm gonna talk about if you had a bet here. Uh now you've brought up that we've looked much better defensively from set pieces, uh Matt, you've really tempted something there, haven't you? You've kinda like You've set the bar of what's going to happen. So, I'm going to start this thing. If we were to have a ten-pound bet on a match, on this match on Saturday, where would you say is a good place to have it, Alex?
2: Um, so I know we've just discussed about um, about Dunkley being a big big threat for Wigan um, from set pieces. He's twelve to one to score first, five to one to scoring time. I don't really think I would backing their centre back to score particularly uh despite his good record i think we've got a pretty good pretty good defensive front there and we should hopefully be able to keep them out so i think i'd probably be looking at something along the lines of like reading to score uh, reading to win and wigan not to score um and i think if you put 10 pound on that at the minute you'll get 45 pound back so it's it's not bad odds at, at seven to two um and it, and it will cover you if Reading obviously win one nil or two 0 so you don't don't have to try and pick
0: between the two score lines. Where would you go with that one, Matt? Uh, well, normally I would never bet on Reading anyway because it's a lose lose if we lose. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I think it, it, I'd 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 be going about two nil, two nil, two nil for Reading. Um, I think we were talking about it before it was. I can't remember what what I think you said. It's thirteen other. thirteen to one. Yeah, yeah and Reading. Yeah, and I think I I, I think two a pretty decent a decent bet out on on it at, at at those odds. So that's the way I'd be going with that. Pays off a nice chunk of your uh, of your Christmas. Pays your away dish. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking
1: of away days, are there any particular memories you have of Wigan? You two of like anywhere to eat? I mean, before we started recording, we had some very kind of like you know, beautiful memories of the chip <laughs> shop. I mean. Come on, bring it so
0: up, we, Matt. Where yeah. is this place? We need to Pem- know about this fish and chip shop. that's near Wigan. It's Pemberton Fish Bar on Orks, uh, no, Ormskirk or- Road. Ormskirk Road, absolutely brilliant. It pretty much made the away trip last year. It, it, it like, it,
2: it was, it, it was, it an was nil, nil, away last was, year. Yeah, given it was nil nil, that wasn't particularly difficult though. It wasn't. <laughs> like, it wasn't. It
1: wasn't difficult to to really improve that. No, we won't mention how Matt had to drive home with fog lights all the way home from Wigan last year, because that would be... We won't mention that at all. Didn't happen. So, what do we think is going to be happening with kind of like scores and our team options? Because, I don't know, I want to be optimistic, and obviously I can see players coming back, but how do you think we're going to set up, and who do you think is going to come back in, Alex? If...
2: if Baldock is fit, I would expect him to be straight back in the starting lineup. I wouldn't expect to see him kind of ease back in on the bench because I, after watching Meite and Pushkas play up front together at Brentford, it's not a pairing that I really want to see any more of up front together. Um, don't think it works. Don't really rate it. Don't see any chemistry there particularly. Um, if Baldock isn't fit and Zhao is fit, Maybe I would put Zhao back into the mix um, and drop Maytay to the bench. But I don't know how fit he is. There was rumours he was going to be on the bench on Tuesday, but haven't heard anything really since. So I would probably line up with the same team, but maybe just swap out Maytay for Boye, just to try and give us a little bit of a different kind of point of focus in attack, because I don't really think Maytay necessarily runs... I don't think he necessarily runs the channels in the same way that Pushgas does.
1: Yeah, I think if I was going to start have a certain lineup, I would definitely bring in Boye. Okay. Uh, that's what I would do, because I think we need that up front, that energy as well. I mean, yeah, he did do a frustrating thing the other day against Leeds when maybe he should have kept the ball, but... I think I'd have him in there ahead of 2.
2: I do think he was—he's trying to win the game there, though, so I kind of understand it. It's, I, and he's trying I'm to win sure, his corner, isn't he? At least, That's what yeah. I'm is. not sure you can. I'm not sure you can just leave him out of the side for trying to win the game. Like it, it, No,
1: no, no, no. Definitely
0: not. I don't think so. So, who would you go for then up front then, Matt? Um, definitely, if Bordot Bulldog, if Bordot's fit, it's a given, I think that he comes straight back in. Um, I'd be putting him next to Puskas. I think I think Zhao was due to play an under twenty three game. I think yes. uh, either Thursday or Friday this week. Um, I can't remember who was against, but 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 I think it's it's, it's a huge ask to, to to pull him straight back into the team, and I don't think it does Puskas any any favours either. It's a good chance for Puskas against a team like Wigan to to try and obviously you know get a bit of confidence you know that that they're a team that that do concede um and obviously given the chances he's created for himself um you know you would you'd hope that he's he, we're constantly hoping here that obviously he's going to come good but um but but yeah I like I I think dropping dropping Pascal would be detrimental really on all fronts really and I don't think Zhao would quite fit just yet you know if 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 if, if he's if he's aiming to play an under 23 game a couple of days before match day, I, I don't think he really could start or should start. Really, um, obviously, if, if Bulldog's not fit, um, like Alex said, I, I don't think there's any longevity with um, Mate and Puskas up front. There, they're two very similar players. Really, neither technically gifted, um, and obviously they did they they linked up once really yesterday for for the Puskas chance. Um, but again, it was just that quality. mate really he, he overhit the the cross and kind of made it non-impossible for Puskás to get on on the end of it. Um, but yeah, with 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 Boyé, obviously he he's a relatively similar player to Baldock. I think he 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 loves to run. He runs the channels, but he's a bit more technically technically gifted than um, than Baldock. Um So like I, I I think if 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 Baldock's not fit, I think he's got to come in. Um, really, because the dynamic of um, Puskas and Meite just doesn't—it just doesn't really work—and um, it's not really one we've actually seen much of. Boye and Puskas, so
1: yeah, no, but also at the back, I think that Yadam has got to come back in the okay. team, despite the fact that Chris Gunter's actually um, putting a really good performance. I thought in mm. the uh, game against Leeds United, but to not play uh, Yadam when I think he's been in the top three players of the season would be a bit of a surprise. Mm. So, not going to be that many changes uh, to the lineup. Wigan, we have got some good memories against them in games that we played at the Modeski Stadium mainly. Uh, I can think of one against the, them in the playoff semi final uh, that we had when the. I think that's the loudest I've ever heard the Modeski Stadium. I think that was 2001 when uh, Nicky Forster comes on and absolutely changes the game in injury time and takes us through to Wembley. We're on the pitch. We're thinking the playoff final's going to be ours. Little knowing the heartbreak was yet again going to come our way. Then again, but one which was more recent than that. Talk us through the more recent one, Alex, when uh, Mete kind of... Yes, up the so, uh, we've just discussed Mete
2: potentially dropping out of the first team. He was obviously the... Uh, the goal scorer for the, uh, the the game last season when we managed to turn that game around and pretty much I would say save our season as well um, with that 97th minute winner. You, there's not really like a whole game we were very poor in. Uh, I, I can't really remember much of that game at all, in all honesty. But was somehow Wigan were beating us 2-1. Don't remember Wigan even scoring. The only bits I can really remember is the goal the that Barrow scored from... Crazy. Uh, yards was it? At least. Massive, Definitely. massive way out, a huge amount of uh just no chance of scoring 95% of the time he hits that. And then uh Mateo with his diving header from a corner in the what it must have been like last kick of the game. And then genuinely after the game, the, the celebrations from fans there was like we you know, we made a cup semi final or something. It was um the celebrations were massive. It was
1: huge. And we actually went above Wigan in that game as well. I do remember the Wigan manager getting very arsy about us uh, taking a free kick that led to Mo Barrow's goal. Oh, when We thought yes. that we should have given it back to them yeah, and no. completely lost the plot after the match. So that was quite enjoyable. But I Matt, do. what are your I... to of that game?
0: I do also remember I think it was Nick Powell's um he his, his best is well, probably the the very best unintentional assist you will ever see his overhead kick which he sliced to the side I think for for the second goal I can't remember the guy that nodded it in that was pretty much what I all I remember of uh, of Wigan but um but but, but yeah it was, it was just the, the scenes after the match oh, it's just it, it, you're not going to get that many times as a football fan. So it's almost just, you've just got to enjoy, enjoy those days and remember those days because they don't come ac- come up, come over often really. Somehow I imagine that Saturday probably is not going to be quite as memorable. No, no, we're, 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 we're just building it up here to fail really, just to fall flat. <laughs> no, <space>. I don't <laughs> think
1: the manager will be on the pitch, giving it, walking around, giving it large to the whole ground. Fans. I can't <laughs> see Mark Bowen doing that like uh, Gomez, but Ever said that when Gomez did do that, we all enjoyed it, and that with hindsight, that was peak of Gomez, wasn't it? And from that point, really afterwards, it kind of slowly disintegrated. That's a lovely note to finish on. So, um, <laughs> the predictions for Saturday, Matt, what score are you going for?
0: Um, I'm gonna stick with my 10-pound bet score, I'm gonna go 2-0 to Reading. Um, obviously like that like, like with covered wigan i i i i just can't see them creating a huge amount um i think 2-0 is a pretty pretty safe and um, safe prediction i want to say puskas uh, puskas to score but i pretty much say every single week i think i might be jinxing him um <laughs> i'm definitely going with swift to score i think swift's going to score and um have a bit of a blinder so i'm going to go swift one of the goal scorers um other goal scorer i'm going to say Bulldog if he plays.
1: Okay, so Alex, what are you
2: gonna say? I am gonna go one nil Reading. Um I think I'll stick with my betting prediction as well. One 0 reading, Ajaria to score from outside the area. I think he's, he's got three goals this season, all of them are coming from outside the area. I'll take another one one another one from, from Ovi and uh three points back to
1: Berkshire. And We're back into Ovi's got role. To the whole podcast without mentioning that man, number fourteen. <laughs>
0: So I'm not going to continue
1: on about him. But yes, yes. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win, Reading. And I'm going to go for us conceding late, but hanging on. So hopefully that will be what happens. If you've enjoyed the podcast, um, uh, subscribe. And remember, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook now. So we will be back after the game on Sunday, hopefully talking about a win. But who knows how that's going to go. So optimism, I'm trying to keep it. Thank you for listening. Cheers.